episode 115 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the SBTS we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On episode 115 we've got the SBTS fan roundtable with contributions from fans from Haringey, Canvey, Dulwich, Margate and of course my Hastings United. Enjoy, SBTS fans. It gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 115 of the Sussex by the Sea Fan Roundtable. Uh, it's been going far too long and it will never stop, no matter what you do. I've got some wonderful guests this week from uh, Margate, Canvey, Haringey and Dulwich. Uh, and some lovely, beautiful faces from Hastings as well. Um, as we always do with this podcast, whenever anyone new comes on, we ask them how you fell in love with your club um, and that story. Um, so I'll go first to Paul Hamilton <laughs> from that the lovely Dulwich Hamlet. Paul, tell us uh, your uh, love affair with Dulwich, please. I've been going there about. Um, so I'm a, I'm a di- di- I divorced myself from Arsenal because um, I used to live in North London and yeah, and lived in lived in South London for the last what nearly twenty years. And uh, I think about ten years ago, Dulwich were doing um, a program to give away cut price tickets to local schools um so i didn't know hamlet was there at all it's it's about a mile from my house but um yeah i went along with my daughter and um just fell in love with it really the um the the singing the atmosphere of the place i mean i can't remember the score or who we played but um yeah i just so ever since then was that too many sherbets paul that you couldn't remember the score or was that no i don't think so because that was that was when my kids yeah, no, no, that was when I was with my kids. So when I used to go with my kids, they're a bit older now. So I don't go with my kids now. They're away mm. from home. But um, no, it might have been slightly booze related. But no, um, <laughs> so for the first few years, first few years, I kind of, I suppose it just, it, it was a bit, it's a bit like an infection. It just kind of first year I had three or four attendances. The year after it was seven or eight. And, and then yeah. it got up to, um, it got to, we, we got promoted out of the Isthmian up to the National League South, um, which was um, both a brilliant day, but then five years, four years of absolute carnage. But um, but, um, but yeah, that just cemented it. And then after after COVID, um, had, as COVID was dragging on, I started helping out more around the club and ended up being, I'm now one of the trust board members. So there's 12 of us who run, who um, run the supporters trust. Um, okay. And we're, we're elected, uh, we own just over 30% of the club. Oh, wow. Um, okay. and, yeah, nice. So, um, and I'm kind of the in-house graphic designer. I do all the kind of posters and I sometimes design the kit and what have you, do all kinds of creative stuff. That's oh. my day job. So, um, do all, so, so it's, um, it's become a bit like a workplace, um, but, but one that doesn't pay particularly well. But <laughs> yeah. A labour of love. 
Yeah, yeah. It's that, I think that's a that's a common theme in in non-league football, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that, that's yeah, that's me. So yeah, I'm yeah, I've got a meeting, a club meeting tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm going through a period of not going to all the matches because I just got to the point where I felt like I'd seen too much this season. I wanted. To, <laughs> um, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm going. I'm not going to Potters Bar on Saturday, but I am going up. And I didn't come to Hastings last week. Sorry, oh, missed, you missed it. No, sorry. it's fine. Um, you don't need to say sorry. Uh, no, no, no. I I always feel bad when I don't. I always feel bad when I don't go to away matches because it's the there's part of even if I've decided I'm definitely not going. Part of my brain's going. Go on, you could go. Yeah, go on. yeah. 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 I wouldn't blame any get that earworm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's my... sorry, Ian. Wouldn't blame anybody for not going to Potter's Bar, to be honest. Nah. Yeah. Mind you, their burgers are pretty good. That was what I was going to put in. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I cannot remember their burgers. Tell me about the burgers. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they are pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all done like on a big hot plate straight off. And they're, they're like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, they set up this like, outdoor fan area, so near where their bar yeah. is, which has got this big sort of grill on there now. So, yeah, they were one of the better ones I had this year. But um, the rest of the grounds, as I say, these are. Uh, you leave your imagination to it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, Paul, you done there? Done it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're doing tons of stuff. I just say lots of people have had on before. I uh, do loads of volunteering stuff. But when I ref- sort of bring Andy Q in and people like that, who who does the uh, PA box and uh, the match day um, after match uh, interviews and things like that, everyone kind of right. chips in. It's that's why we love it. Not and, you, and yourself, mate. Uh, no, I don't do anything. No, no, no. Anyway. Bastard, but, <laughs> but we've also got now we've got Lee Parnell, who's a <laughs> serial vlogger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tried to be. Um, Started it anyway. It's cool. Uh, it's cool, mate. It's cool. Uh, Lee's <laughs> Lee Parnell's a Hastings fan, but um, this is his first time on the uh, the round table, and uh, he's also started his own little vlog. Uh, he's managed to miss any drunken behaviour from anyone uh, in particular. Which I, yeah, so far, but he'll I, be I, on I this. praise him for. But, um, <laughs> Lee, tell me how you fell in love with Hastings, mate. Yeah, so um, uh, really much, you know, much the same really as uh, as um, previous gentleman said. Paul, really, Paul. I was watching Paul. Yeah, was much the same as what Paul said. I was sort of divorcing myself. I like that expression, divorcing myself from Premier League football. Really, um, watched Premier League football pretty much my whole life. Uh, big England fan. Um, watching, you know, really, really passionate about watching England. Um, that's really sort of the, where my real love of football is still. Um, and watching Premier League, but slowly getting more and more sort of away from it. Um, and one August, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine said, should we go, should we go and see, see Hastings? I've never been up. I've lived in Hastings all my life. It's a bit of a um, really not good enough, really. I should have been up years ago. But um, being a big football fan, big football family. Um, so went up there, really enjoyed it. And I said to him, this is going to start something for me. I said, this is, re- I really enjoyed it. So went on my own a few times, sort of got slowly got closer and closer to getting to know the rest of the fans. And uh, well, now I've I mean, last, last 12 months, I've done 50 odd games you know, home and away. So uh, yeah, it sort of really changed, changed my whole pers- perspective on football as a whole, really. Um, so I've been taking my son, my son's 19, Jack. He's uh, been coming with me when he's not, when he's back in Hastings, he's not a uni. Um, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've had a I've had a great couple of years watching Hastings and learned a lot about non-league football that I just didn't know was sitting there an untapped football resource. Really, to be completely well, honest, so, I must say, yeah. Lee, talking about perspectives, uh, 
we do have the images of you in different perspectives. Yeah, so yeah, we don't lying on, your, <laughs> lying on your lying on the floor in a train station with a cone on your head. Those yeah. sort of perspectives um, we've seen those yeah. ones. We we certainly have. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's been great fun though. To be honest with you, it's been. I've not been the most social person for years, you know. But it's just this is just ignited something completely different in me just you know getting to know the guys everyone's so friendly just well everyone who i've met in hastings is so friendly we've been to some away games where maybe not everybody else is as friendly but that's fine that's the way it is sometimes but um yeah i've had a great time um and like chris said i've just started doing a i realized that last year i went to 50 odd games including england games and sort of decided that i'd like to sort of record them to sort of look back on and originally it was just for me to do but Recently, I've started sort of putting them on YouTube and yeah, it's just a bit of fun. And once you get to a point in your life where you don't really mind whether people think you're being stupid, you just sort of get on with it really, don't you? So Went yeah. past that moment years ago, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, what um, in terms of, are you going to be doing it for the England games as well? Yes, that's the idea. So yeah. my son and I go into the Euros. Um, oh, we've, got the, we've got all three group game tickets. So we're off harder BW camper and we're going off a bit of an adventure around Germany for two weeks awesome. um, and we're going to keep yeah we're going to keep in a, Lederhosen a, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely Chris yeah absolutely. sausage by uh, the gonna, yeah, right. that's it mate uh, <laughs> we're going to keep um, going to keep a video log of it all and I thought well if I'm going to do that I might as well see what I can do and this has really started something with Hastings as well so I'm going to try and record home and away yeah just something a bit different really I think Sounds so brilliant. if you all want to subscribe I'd most, much appreciate it real <laughs> Well, I'll stick, a, I'll stick a link on this when it all goes yeah. out and all that stuff. stuff. But no, um, thanks, Chris, for the invitation to be on tonight, Rick, to be on, be on this. You're very welcome, sir. Right, so who shall we go for, to first? Shall we, Terry or John? Shall we go for Terry, let's yeah. talk Margate. Well, our little relegation zone battle, yeah. <laughs> let's talk Margate. Come on, dear. So we are just good. To, my, my kids have destroyed all my notes, so I'm just going to have a quick look. So we have, we've had a couple of games. You unfortunately lost to Whitehawk, which, yeah. tell me about the Whitehawk. So that was 3-2 on the Saturday. Yeah, we fought six. it back. We was 2-0 uh, down, brought it back to 2-0. Two, two and then... Is it 98th minute know, or something? 90-whatever as usual. Yeah. Uh, Harry, uh, the keeper, it came off of him when it went in. But it was basically, it was going in anyway. It just bounced off of him. When the striker put it in, I can't remember who, who, who their striker was, but that's part of the course. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've got some improvements. So we've got a few new players in now. Uh, we had Concord at home. Still can't bloody score. <laughs> <laughs> but at least we didn't concede in the 98th minute again. <laughs> they had a couple of sending offs, didn't they? Yeah, one of them was from off the bench. Yeah, it was just like, really? Okay. <laughs> How long did he last on the on, on the field? Uh, he's been subbed off. Oh right. Yeah. Oh dear. Off. So he was off. Yeah, he's he, he been subbed uh, off. So he, he was on the bench. I think he was the captain. Oh. oh and okay. he was giving it this to the referee. <laughs> so what? He was given a red card on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, uh, one, of, one, one of their players, um, Deslandis, played for us. He got sent off, and then I think the protests from the bench. Right. They ended up sending him off as well. So oh, I think, think refs love that sort of thing, don't they? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was only like that 70th minute. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was quite entertaining. Yeah. Oh, he threw himself on the floor yeah. when uh, Tyrone was saying hello to him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Took his time, honestly. It was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But well, I was like, we didn't lose. 
So we're improving. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. And you've had a game called off, haven't you? I'm sure you yeah, had a, it was, uh, uh, Chester. last night, wasn't it? Yeah. I was due to drive the minibus up there. <laughs> you, booked, you booked time off work as well, haven't you? Yeah. I had today off as well to recover from driving oh. the minibus up there. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, off, didn't it? Was it called off early enough for you to, to not go? Just about, yeah, because we were, we was planning to leave around four o'clock, so it wasn't too bad. But, uh, yeah, it was like I was dressed and ready and psyched up to go. <laughs> like, oh, I think yeah. the... Uh... They've got an artificial pitch, haven't they? Why are they calling that off? No, they're grass. Yeah, frozen pitch. Okay. Right. I know, um, didn't um, Concord um, call their game off at half six? Yeah, yeah. They did. yeah. the the the... The match referee turned up, didn't they? So yeah, it's after the crowed for a long day. Um, I think they had a few Hornchurch fans in their DMs winding them up because that's been a, a game that's constantly <laughs> been pushed back a lot. And everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again." And I think their social media admin on there was sitting there going, "Oh, we've got the better use this time. We think it's all good, ready to go." Ref turns up, curtains. <laughs> so cue the uh, the slander again. That was quite that was quite entertaining last night. <laughs> I can imagine. I felt sorry for him. I thought, oh, here he comes. The um, yeah. So Terry, so you got you got Bogner at home. You're, I mean, you're looking at you, the, you know, you're four points clear, aren't you, at the moment? Yeah, but, I haven't been able to bring myself to look at the table. To be fair. <laughs> it's. I mean, it doesn't look great. I'll be honest to you. It no. doesn't look great at the table. But uh, you know, mm. Concord and Kingstonian, they do look like they're. I mean, even though Concord have got a ton of games in hand, it's points you want, but like particularly Kinstonian look dead and buried. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say we we bought a couple of new players in and they're looking quite good. Mm. I'm looking I'm I'm feeling a bit more hopeful now. We just gotta get Yeah, well we're gonna find out what Haringey is gonna do in a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> Terry. They have a little bit of an up they've had a little bit of an upsurge of form, in my opinion. But like um I'm that maybe that's wrong. Um well, let's move on to, to Ian. Ian, so, uh, Haringey, talk to me, sir. Talk to me. What, what's... It's so, well, I mean, since I, I think last time I was here, we'd just beaten Billericay and the mood was quite kind of positive. And then we followed that up by um, losing, but a decent-ish performance against Hashtag mm. on Boxing Day. Yeah. And then we took the lead, threw away the lead, standard. And then yeah. we were dreadful against Carl Shulton on... Um, on the 30th. Um, that was like one of the worst performances I've ever seen any football team. Just absolutely <laughs> god-awful. Um, and yeah, um, I mean, I think it's the, the, only, the, only time, the only time I've seen I've seen Haringey fans sort of start to get start to get angry at players. Um, we're a patient bunch, but that was yeah. that was really, really bad. And then um followed that up by beating Can beating Canvey Island. Yeah. So at the moment we've sort of that was a good performance, actually. Like, really, I mean, we went behind early and then scored two very late goals, but we were we were probably the better team over the 90th minute, 90 minutes, and that's the first win that we've had in the league at home all season. So that's like that's we've hit a milestone there. We haven't yeah. come, gone without winning at home all season, um, and and yeah. So, but the problem with that game was um, three players, three attacking players for us: Matt Young, um, Nadem, Melvin Lambert, and um, well, Figueroa all did their hamstring in the same game. So we oh, with Enfield, Enfield, and we, we played quite well against Enfield, but we mm. had absolutely nothing up top. We had uh, we had Tony Mendy, and uh, I'm, I'm sure he's played for most of your clubs at some point or other. But he's not, you know, I quite like him when he's. But you need somebody else to actually do some running around because he won't. 
yeah. and uh, it was it was so static up front and it was just no no one willing to move at all against Enfield and uh, we played all right and then conceded quite a soft late goal for it um, but you know Enfield Enfield are a decent side um, and so I was you know I wasn't I wasn't too upset about that but we really need some attacking players to come back to fitness I don't know sorry my daughter's harassing me just sing sorry. amongst yourselves sorry <laughs> she's looking for Kingstonian's form why do you think you were so why do you think they were so bad against hashtag then we weren't we weren't too bad about, uh, against hashtag but against Carl Shorten I don't, I don't know oh, um, I, assume that, sorry, yeah. I assume that we'd spent four days just oh. eating stuff stuffing ourselves yeah. with Nicky and uh, Right, fair enough. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think as well, we are we are a team that on a good day we might just about beat some of the bottom half of this division, and on a bad day we're rubbish. And I think it's right. just it's just having a bad day, really. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to yeah. to be fair to Cole Shelton, it was probably one of those days where everything they hit went in as well. Yeah. Um, okay. Like, I, I mean, they would probably say brilliant performance, best I've ever seen them. Yeah. You're, still, right. you're, you're still getting um, half Go decent away. crowds, though, Ian, aren't you? Yeah, like Go still away. still plenty turning up. We had. Um, 470 against Canby Island, which yeah. is which is pretty good, and and that's without all the all the Dutch darts fans who come down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who you got sad? You got oh, you got Oakston. Oakston. Uh, that's a winnable game. Go and smash them. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's turning it around a little bit there, so that, I think that's uh... going to not be as easy as you might think. But no, no. And he's, he's just got another couple of new players in, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. The issue for us is we are actually picking up points now, but we're not picking up points fast enough. Like if we if we were maintaining this form over the course of the season, we'd be fine. But because we had such a rubbish start to the season, we've got so much ground to make up, and we're just not making it up fast enough. So it's sort of we're doing we're doing okay at the moment, but uh, we 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 really need to be sticking a few wins together if we, we want to have a chance of staying up. I'm beating at home in 2024. That's what we've got to look at. <laughs> oh, looking at looking at the positives. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, right. Let's go. Let's get to go to John for Canby. Let's talk Canby Island. John, what are we saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, this would be an interesting one because obviously the first game I've got to pick up on is Haringey. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like joy and pain as the song went, went in. Like sunshine and pain, the perspective on this. Yeah. Um, to be fair, and what Ian was saying, yeah, they were probably the better side on the day when we played that one. I mean, um, we seemed to start all right, took the lead early, and I know we hit the post in the first half as well. So ifs and buts, but I never thought we was really in control of the game much. Um, uh, they seem to be doing a lot more, particularly going forwards in the attack. And uh, yeah, obviously it all just kind of turned on to two late goals in the end. I mean, we had a couple of chances before that. Um, I know one of our players went through like one on one, and we pretty much had a point where we had no striker. So seeing a central defensive midfielder in a one on one, you know, it was always a bit, a bit of a gamble. But yeah, yeah, if we maybe took those, might have won it. But obviously. Um, gave away a bit of a sloppy equaliser and then they scored a, a good goal to be fair a uh, very good strike to win it and held on for the point so uh, I'm, I'm glad we made someone happy at the least but yeah we were really <laughs> uh, funny enough I know the goalkeeping coach over Haringey Phil um, we used to work together at Asda of all places in Badman so yeah it was, what it was a nice small world it is that was a one positive of the day but yeah um, so obviously yeah then we had um, I think we were meant to have Lewis that got called off more Post-moment bingo. Um, and yeah, Kingstonian um, on Saturday. Um, I think if you were you were probably watching that as a neutral, it was quite an entertaining game. 
for us, we were just bricking it because we're thinking, oh, for God's sake, not <laughs> don't lose to another side in the, in the sort of bottom four or five because mm-hmm. we're going to get dragged into it if this carries on. I mean, the only consistent we've had in our season, it seems at the moment, is just getting more players, players in. I mean, we are so lacking in bodies at the moment. We had our assistant manager on the bench, Kingstonian, the game, and he retired about three years ago. <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah. the bodies. I mean, he used to be a good player. He did yeah, play. But... But obviously, racked by injuries and that, ironically. Um, so he called it a day when coaching. But to be fair, a better performance against Kingstonian. I mean, they... Made it hard for us, um, sort of brought us down to their kind of level a few times. But I thought we played some good football. Um, got away with it a little bit at the end. Our goalkeeper pulled off some really good saves. Um, and he's kind of had a bit of an up and down season. So it's good to see him get a good performance in. Looks like you had a bit of a, super, that was a, bit bit of a super, bit of a super sub moment there, though, wasn't it? That came on um, to go. That's that's it exactly. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, the boy who came on and, and won it for us, Luca. Yeah. He's had his um, chances um, cut a few times this season for some reason, which is shame because he's a decent little player. Um, and he again, he kind of got away with one as well because obviously he got a penalty. Um, and the goalkeeper's done well to get down and saved it, but he's just dropped as nice as you like for Luca to just tap in afterwards. So I mean, we'd had a few chances before that, like they. I think their goalkeeper saved a really good free kick off of us. We hit the crossbar. So we definitely weren't second best in the game by any shot, by any stretch. I think we deserve to win it. So it's just, yeah, going on and seeing if we can try and get some momentum now, really. But with, you know, so many injuries in the squad as well, it's that's going to be a challenge. Well, you know, you've got a couple of home games coming up, haven't you? You've got, who have you got? We have, yeah. Um, obviously, Horsham on uh, Saturday. So, you know, that'd be another big one. Hopefully the, uh, the ice don't. Don't put pay for that. Um, next week, I think we were meant to have Folkestone, but this whole County Cup situation throwing that up in the air a little bit now because obviously they tried playing it on Tuesday. That didn't happen. Wanted to do it today. Again, still frozen. So it might be a case of the FA end up shifting the Folkestone game now. Um, so if that might that might get knocked back into February. And I think after that, it don't get any easier because I think we've got Chatham away after that. So... That's that's not going to be a, an easy one at any, any stretch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not sure. Yeah, yeah. No, you said it, John. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to be fair, we haven't done it once already this season. So, yeah, anything's possible, you know. This league's just a, a merry-go-round at times. You just, they never know where it's going to stop. No, certainly is. Certainly is. Um, well, let's move on to, to Paul. Paul, let's talk Dulwich. Uh, let's talk your last few games. Obviously, the Hastings game you weren't at, but what, what was there any games that you made? Um, See, so, I mean, the Hastings game is, even though I wasn't there, it follows our form. We're just getting loads of draws at the moment, lots mm. of draws and wins. We've become, we had a pretty shocking start to the season because um, we had an entire, apart from, we replaced our squad apart from three players. So we started entirely virtually new. Um, and then on, and then with a manager we'd only had for the last couple of months at the end of last season, mm. um, who was hired after Mr. Paul Barnes departed. Oh, what what uh, an inspirational manager he was. <laughs> he was. We found him so inspirational, we sacked him. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we, sadly, we took a bit too long to do that, so that kind mm. of screwed up our season last year. Mm. Um, okay. I, did, I went to the 6-0 away at Worthing, which was at least oh, satisfying because it was so cruelly unpleasant. That after after that, anyone else complaining about losses just didn't matter. It was like, no, you didn't see. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it was just like the end of days. And yeah. also, I just got a new second, new second-hand car. So I thought, oh, I'll go for a bit of drive, go down the south coast, go for the evening. Got there late. We'd already conceded. You know, and then and then yeah. Anyway, this season, um, yeah. So the the beginning of the season, we had a new squad, and then a, um a lot of a lot of injuries to key players, like you know, <clears throat> just a glut of them. And you know, every team has it, but we had it a lot. So that took us a long time to settle down. And but since kind of November, we've become quite hard to beat. Um, we seem to have a defense which resembles a sieve at times. <laughs> You're sieve, all right now. You got Harrison. Yes, you're we got him from you. He's great. Yeah, yeah we know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah. yeah. Is it is he is he a Londoner? Is that why he did he did it? No. Right. I, I think you've possibly got where we are in Fanet, it is just the arse end of England. Nobody <laughs> wants to come here. <laughs> right, fair dues. And be, so being in being in South East London does mean we do it. Yeah, he's 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 a top lad. We've had, he he did hundred hundred appearances for us and then bugged yeah. off to you lot. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, and sorry about that. I didn't cause that. I'm afraid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, the the so because of the injuries, there were, we've been through quite a lot of players this year, and an awful lot of the ones that came in. Some of them were like getting injured the next week. It was just like comedy you know disaster time so so but we've got now we've got um Hakan um in charge with his able assistant Terry um they they seem like a very they they the players are fitter and they they've got a very clear idea of what they're doing on the pitch but just our defending lets us down at times and um so we've been through so many games where you look like you're going to win and then don't but we haven't been losing them either so sort of mid-table at the moment is kind of completely fair. I can see us kind of gradually edging north of that, but um, I'm not massively into going back to the National League South anytime soon. <laughs> it was a pretty pretty unpleasant experience last time. But um, You need a healing yeah. period. There's a healing period. Yeah, there's a healing period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also lots of the, lots of the teams in that league are a bit... Um, Far away for a start. I mean, it's become the Southwest League this year. There's there's about mm. six teams like west of Bath. Um, but also the the just the the um the atmosphere around the clubs is a little bit more uptight than at this mean level. I think clubs at this level are genuinely friendlier. Um, and almost everyone I know has kind of re- remarked on that. Just because people are a little bit more relaxed because they know well we're we're kind of down here and it's we're used to being down here. Mm. Whereas once you start moving up into the national south and then there's the idea that you might go to the national itself and it feels like you're on you're almost on a ladder yeah. whereas yeah. at the Isthmian yeah. is kind of, there's a nice distance to it. some of the some of the Hastings myself and some of the other Hastings guys were discussing how we how we would get to some of the games and and how that would work if we were to go up that'd be a bit of a bit more of a challenge I would say we yes. were discussing that Chris weren't we yes we were um, well, we usually pile in your car, don't we, uh, Lee? So uh, yeah. that's yeah. usually how we solve it. But it does so help. I've just started working on the trains. So not saying that I've got a free pass or anything, but <laughs> me, me, me. Um, yeah. So, so sorry. I mean, in, 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 term, in terms of, in terms of, you know, it, it's helped that we kind of, that we went out of all the cups, but virtually as quick as possible. Um, and then, and then, yeah. And then a few players, what with all of us, what with having so many new players come in, it took quite a few of them time to settle down and actually start seeing who they were. Um, there's a guy called um, Riley plays in midfield. He's fantastic. He scored a load of, scored four or five goals this season. But yeah, just like a 
surging midfielder. And then we've got Michael Chambers, who used to be a Billerick. I think he's played for half the clubs in this league. He used to play at Billericay as well. He's um but he's a bit he's a defender who sometimes scores. Yes, he did. Yes. He scored he against scored us. Against us. <laughs> the but he, <laughs> he's a bit of a coin flip though, because like he'll he'll have games where he looks amazing, right? And yeah, it's almost like the beginning, you should flip a coin and say, which version are you gonna get today? Are you gonna get the one who lets the ball sail over his head? Or or, or are you gonna get the one that charges up the other end of the field and scores goals and defends everything? It's um he's 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 entertaining, I'll give him that. But yeah, so we're we're. I think the atmosphere and also our attendances keep being quite ridiculous. So, um, which is making the people... well. I was going to ask you that. Well, I mean, what is the what is the magic formula to? I mean, that you guys. I'm sure. I'm sure the the, the Hastings people would agree. There was at least three four hundred um, Dulwich at the Hastings game. Easy. Which is, Easy. is yeah. particularly in terms of away support is is very very good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, your home, your home, you're like three thousand, four. Well, our, ca- our capacity is three three thousand three hundred and something, mm. and we're getting three five. Yeah, yeah, and we're getting we get most Saturdays are there or thereabouts um, nowadays, and even Tuesdays are like well over a thousand. Um, the, um, and yeah, of course, the away support. I mean, the I think the away support for Hastings is, is really good because when that fixture came out. Like we were looking for, you know, we're looking for Margate, Hastings, uh, Whitehawk, maybe places that are a lovely place to visit, you know, and have good, a good pubs, there. good White pubs, yeah. good pubs, exactly, you know. Whitehawk, a lovely place to visit. Mm, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that, but if you live in South London, it's a trip to Brighton. Yeah, I've been to Dulwich. That's quite nice. You might as well just stay in Brighton, though. Just, just ignore yeah. the Whitehawk bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's cool. Just having a day out. <laughs> but um, now you guys made a lot of noise on Saturday. Just yeah, yeah, no, about saying you didn't, you did. Yeah, no, no. Well, we make a lot of noise at home. Um, I mean, this the it, it was what ten years or so ago when I first first started again. The, the Saturdays were you know about five hundred ish, maybe to, uh, creeping up to a thousand. Um, I think it's the, the the almost the the magic reason for it is that is. Geographic geography is where we are. I mean, we're right in the middle of South London. Um, Millwall is what two miles one way, and none of us would go there anyway. <laughs> um, what was that? What was that? <laughs> well, and, and well, and also all our crowd wouldn't go there anyway. And mm. then, and then Palace is another four or five miles the other way. But we're in South London, where there are literally thousands of people who want to go and watch football matches. So. Mm. You know, and and so and and we've kept our prices um, prices low for a long time deliberately. Um, um, so it, it's it, it, and it's for it's just it's it's just good fortune where we are. We know I think we we're very aware that we're we're quite we're very lucky to get such huge attendances. It is quite I have to add it's quite hard work because it means that because we we don't have anyone tipping money into the club from above. Mm. So. Basically, the money we make at matches gets spent on running the team, and but also if you have attendances of three thousand, then you need lots of security and you need lots of bar staff, and you know. So the expenses, yeah, there's more money, but the expenses go up as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's um and yeah, and the number of volunteers you need, and you know, it's so it it's quite a lot of graft to keep it, it keep it running, but um. So there isn't the. I suppose we got to that point of having quite some such good attendances because we had programs for like the thing that brought me to the club first. You know, the kind of giving away tickets to schools, um, all the stuff we've done about around refugees, around um, around LGBT 
rights, all that kind of stuff. It mm. just we've created an atmosphere around the club that's very welcoming and hopefully quite fun. And um, you know, it and on top of that, we live near thousands of people who want to go and watch football. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the the main thing. But yeah, no, it's it's good to be a welcoming club. Um, you know, uh, yeah. yeah, the magic the magic seeds. Hopefully, they can um. Be thrown the only, across Hastings, but yeah, the, go only on, time, the only time it's got that it's gone a bit weird was last year when um Chessant visited, <laughs> All right, go on. and um you know the normally you switch ends right uh, uh, so uh, before the match we were we were before the match we all of our lot the rabble were at one end and then we had to switch for the first half because okay so we went to the other end and the Chessant lot just stayed there right <laughs> and there was I don't know maybe. Hardcore about thirty or forty who wanted to have a fight, <laughs> like they were really yeah. old. And um, yeah, well, yeah, just you know, the kind of moody teenagers mixed with several, oh, yeah. with several, yeah, um, several Larry <laughs> yeah. geezers like egging them on, and it was um, yeah. it was quite good. But then that then it turned out that we paid for good security, so it didn't come to anything. But <laughs> um, and also they were was it they were calling us or called all kinds of stuff, including lefty scum, and then we. <laughs> We were singing to them when we scored one nil to the lefty scum, but singing, <laughs> but, but singing, singing it right, singing it right at <laughs> Always helps if you win. It does hurt when, yeah. when you're in that situation. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to deal with that sort of thing. Well, I, I've got one more. I know we don't want to make this all about Dulwich, but I have to mention the Dulwich Lewis feud. Um, you know the sort of Twitter feud. I can't <laughs> yeah. not talk about it with the um the AI, AI, dog. AI dog and all that. Well. <laughs> Half a bit, I forgot to be honest. But like, what's your thoughts on it, Paul? Come on, come on, slag Lewis off. Come I, on, Paul. I come, only, on. come I on. I only paid attention to the beginning of this, where someone was writing just a load of rub, just a load of crap about um, just about who, um, how we're basically sort of plastic and not real, and or just kind of like, and um, and just starting this argument online. And uh, to be honest, whenever Lewis I see- Clamour, Lewis Clamour was the one that started it. Not saying any names. Right. But claim it, claim it <laughs> right. And so Director at Lewis, just anyway, go on, carry on. Okay, right. And then when they when they came to yeah, our place, they, when they came to they came to our place in the cup and they were singing, was it you're just a bus stop in London or whatever? And it's just like, have you seen how many fucking fans we've got here? <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, I mean what yeah, anyway. But um at the point that, that tiff broke out. That's normally when I switch off from such things. I don't have much. I can't be asked with people slagging each other off online. Um, well, that's all that happens online. I felt it was symbiotic. I felt there was a <laughs> Dulwich and Lewis. They just they are. Oh, it was. No, I thought. I thought it was a before, beautiful thing before that match. So like in the when we were in the National League South, we used to play Bath every year, mm. and, that, and that was that was called the middle class derby. I was going to say yeah, because right, it's just so. <laughs> it, Bath, or, or the Waitrose yeah. derby. It's just so. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone just meets That's up and tells they, everyone just meets up and tells each other how how lovely they are and what they've mm. eaten on the way there and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And I thought that that would be kind of the same with Lewis and so the people who run the club that I met. There's, um, there's some lovely people, but yeah, there's an, uh, an undertow of moodiness which I wasn't expecting. It's wannabeism. That's what it is. It's wannabe what, going on. What, what do they want to be? I think I don't know. They just they don't like you being around. I just it's that you're it's t- invading their safe space. The original sort of preset of that sort of thing is back because when I was getting into Italian football, Dulwich were always kind of that archetype club of that sort of could bring in the big crowds and obviously quite welcoming, opening. 
And then when I went to Lewis last season, I thought myself, they should try and be like that. So it's they've met the uh, the master and uh, yeah, don't yeah, want to try. The master met the pupil. That's it, exactly. Right. That's it. That's exactly. I like that, but it must be quite annoying for them. <laughs> Good. We could need to remind them of it. They, I, do, I do remember they were, they were slagging you, you lot off and then I think one of your fans reminded them that they've got they haven't got TPs in their ground. What is it they've got in their ground? They've got um, beach charts. Beach charts. Beach charts inside the gut in their ground. So it's like, if we were talking about middle class, it's like, come on, you know, yeah. don't throw stones, you know? But yeah. anyway, let's talk about Hastings now. Right, I've got Andy, I've got uh, Ian, and I've got Johnny Gale, and obviously Lee here. I want to speak to, I want to speak to Andy first. First of all, Andy, great mm. post-match, post-match interviews, yes. by the way. Yes, you've been waiting quietly. This is very weird for Andy. Andy usually uh, mega mouth. Um, post match. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have much of a working knowledge of the of the intricacies of the um, situation at Harringay and Camby. Obviously, I've seen the um, seen the Lewis Dulwich bald men fighting over a comb type sort of <laughs> spat. But uh, yeah, I'm. I, I I sort of share share Paul's opinion really that six people having a go at each other on Twitter is oh, not really on. representative of anything that's going on in real life. Give so. it some air, Andy. Yes, we know it is only six people online, but come on. Yeah. The, the purpose not, of banter. You know, just, so what was sorry, what was the sorry to cut back in? What was what what was the the the, the beef? What was the problem there with it? There wasn't really a bit. There was just I think one what it is is as I remember, and I'll stop talking about this after this, uh, the, Lewis, the Lewis, whoever does the Lewis reports afterwards is genuinely funny. A person that does really kind of kind of funny, even when they get hammered, funny reports on the game. And then mentioned about your middle class, you know, the usual sort of, as I remember. And then that started... Was, to put it bluntly, Paul, it was a very clever, it was a clever dick article about the types of people oh. who go to watch stuff. Oh. To put it bluntly, yeah, and all and, these um, AI-generated images as well of like kind of hits yeah. as well. Yeah. So it was essentially just one big craft beer festival with a football match in the background. So uh, and then and then Dulwich came back. To be fair, it's not all it's not all Lewis. Poor Lewis. Now let's feel sorry for them. And um and then it started from there. And then it never stopped. So there was always someone, either Dulwich or Lewis, and there was other clubs beginning to chip in. And what was which was quite funny, which was. They would then tease either Dulwich or Lewis, and then it would start back up again, which right. went on for weeks. It was be- it was, wasn't horrible. There was no one saying anything actually nasty to each other. That but fun. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was well. I, people that know me know I was well entertained by it, and I didn't in any way try and stoke anything. I just like to say that. <laughs> sorry, no, you'd and, never do that, Chris. I wouldn't, Ian. <laughs> Andy, sorry, back to you, sir. Mm. So post-match interviews going well. Um, excellent stuff. Um, mm. Taking our club to a, a, a higher level, basically, in terms of um, getting information and and content out there. So praise you. I know it's a hard job. I know what you have to go through to get that done. And I'll leave that there. But um, how are you finding it? And um, then we'll start talking about football. Yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, um, you know, all kinds of clubs have um, different levels of development in their media situation ours was pretty ropey at the beginning of the year to be fair um and it all just you know it, it all just stemmed from me making a little bit more effort with the pa side of things and making a little bit more effort from the with the music and you know trying to develop a little bit of an atmosphere and create the pa box twitter account and and luckily somebody somebody had the bright idea of develop they wanted to develop the 
interview so they asked me to do it and i just sort of um i'm a little bit of a control freak so no. once someone <laughs> puts that out there i'm gonna it's either yeah i'm, I'm sort of gonna do it 100 or nothing yeah 100 percent. yeah that's right so i think if you say it's one of those things if you say you're gonna do something then you do it so i did that with the PA as george michael and... said if you're gonna do it do yeah. it right now do it right do, do it with me and that and that is that is it and it's and it tortures you sometimes because when things go slightly wrong um it ruins your day but uh, uh but it we're we're working on it and it's um gradually coming together and getting a good cooperation from chris is absolutely brilliant i can't thank him enough um this is our manager chris agator i can't thank him enough for his cooperation and his attitude towards it he's absolutely brilliant um the players are really good as well so they're they're you know such great blokes to be around and we don't we don't do much we're we're developing the player stuff again because it's early days so it was fantastic to get tom up into the pa box on saturday after the match i I watched that one it's really good really good talking to tom i tried to get yeah. in, interview him last week obviously you mm. got his interview you got his interview then right i've been trying to interview him this week but he's supposed to interview him a couple of hours ago and he's just not talking to me now you're not paying enough mate so this is what's <laughs> changing hands isn't it changing hands i know what you like andy sorry Jack, I'll, go on, I'll, carry get, on. I'll get him on get him on my blog um, yeah <laughs> i mean we, we have a fairly informal chris again the brilliant thing is that Chris has encouraged them to get involved. And so uh, so when we ask them, what I don't do is I don't I make a point of not badgering them before the game, for example. I don't want I don't want that sort of thing in their head before the game. I, I make a point of just keeping it as light as possible, really, with the, with them, because they've got I, I know they've got a job to do and I don't I just don't want to be in their way. So we deal with it after the match. And um, and it, it sort of works really. So we keep it. The one thing we do is we just keep it as light as possible. So we just so they can do their job, and we then come in afterwards. Um, and you know, it's it, it's it's yeah. I have no idea why Tom is blanking you. I can rest rest assured that it's nothing to do. No, it's I completely to do with you. Exclu- no, it, I I know why it doesn't. I haven't signed any exclusive deals with him. I know. Well, I don't know what to say to that. No, Tom is not blanking me. He's he's obviously just forgotten. Um, I'm not the first number on his phone. Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, te- I, I, again, I, I don't make it my business to have all the players' numbers because, again, it's just they just don't need me. I, I always think they don't need me hassling them. Um, it's all right with Chris because it's part of his job, but you know, with the players, it's a, it's an extra for them. So. They're doing it out of the goodness of their heart, if you like, and um, so that's how we treat it. We, you know, we have more of a formal arrangement with Chris and the players. We treat it informally. They you know, come to you. It's, they it's, come it's, to it's, you, Andy. Yeah, it's gradually. You know, again, we did the ladies on Saturday, Sunday, and um, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to work with, and Tom, their coach again, is absolutely brilliant and super cooperative. So you know, it's just. Uh, Yes, good. I'm l- probably lucky in that we've got the right people to help us do it. So you know, so, and I'm sure you know, I'm sure other people. I don't know what other people are doing around their around their clubs and that, but it's so dependent on the cooperation of the main protagonists, and we've got that, which really makes life a lot easier. So hopefully, by the end of the season, we'll be any good at it. 
that interview yeah. you had with Chris um, a week ago when he did a rundown of all the players and, you know, who's staying, who's injured and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what we've been after for mm. decades, mate, honestly. And uh, <laughs> I, I know, I know I've, I've been saying it to a few people, but I'll say it on here now because some people won't have heard this. You know, nobody has got an excuse when they go on social media to say, well, I don't go on social media, so how am I going to get the updates? Mm. Well, you're on social media. All you've got to do is go on YouTube and listen to you. And you get all the news you want to hear now. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's they are good interviews. That. They really are good interviews. Yeah, much really. Better. It's much yeah. better. Right, yeah, that's yeah, enough inflating Andy's them... uh, ego now. Let's talk <laughs> United football yeah, club, well, please. Well, anyway, anyway, the feedback's been pretty good, and we're <laughs> yeah, we're we're happy. So we just try and make it better. No, it's it's very good. Um, it's invaluable. Yeah. For any clubs, uh, how difficult it is to get volunteers to yeah. to do it, particularly to do it to the level that Andy's doing it. I'm, I'm really kissing his bum now, now, but it is actually it is good. It is good. I mean, I'd it's say it as other fans, I'd watch, be, it, I'd watch him yeah. talking about a different club than yours. It's that good. Sorry, Andy, go on, carry on. <laughs> All I was going to say was it should be obviously it's a, this is the more bouncy, the more chatty, the more general stuff, and it should be just a, a sort of adjunct to that. So this is this is Junked, a separate thing. Yeah, you word, word of the week. And uh, yeah, so the, the two things like this and the more formal club stuff should work in tandem to <laughs> give everybody exactly what they want, really. It's it's an sure. the Hastings experience. Well, as I say, I'm a fan. I'm not linked with a club. Not Andy is linked with a club, so I'm just a fan. So <laughs> people can come out with anything on here. So it's... you know what you were just, just sorry. You, Go on, this Paul. guy over here. I'll point at my screen. Um, your friend with the grey hair. The friend with the. Oh, I'm not going to say anyone's got grey hair on here. Um, John. Oh, John. John holds there. I've got none to be grey. Sorry. So um, we had we had the we had years of the same of um. We had a, we had a fairly uncooperative manager for a very long time. Um, and, well, really uncooperative. So, so the media, so the idea of doing post-match uh, interviews and then also kind of midweek updates about form and who's in and who's out. That's only just come to us this year, and it's it's really important. It was really missing yeah. because yeah, you yeah. know when you turn up on a Saturday and three players missing and you haven't got a clue why, and then if that's fine for one week but if it goes on for weeks and weeks and weeks and you're, you're just in the dark and yeah. you know there might be perfectly good reasons why people aren't on the pitch but if you don't know it makes it as a fan quite annoying isn't it it's quite frustrating but it, it uh, tend, what tends to happen is it all gets replaced by rumor yeah, exactly yeah. and then and yeah. then the club gets cross about the rumors being spread yeah and then they refuse to talk even more <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, so but, but you had Paul Barnes. He's the he's the main oh, talk. Yeah, he did talk. He did talk. Would you would you like me to avoid the topic of Paul Barnes? Um, I... <laughs> well, let, let's talk. What we uh, let, first of all, let's 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 talk our games, please. Right, let's talk. We we let's say we go to Chesson. So we had Chesson on the the sixth. This is from the last podcast because the last one came out on the sixth. So three two win away. Who was that? That one? Nah, you were there. Yeah, you? I was. A, I was there at that one. Yep. Yeah. Were you there, Andy, or you you were on holiday then, weren't you? No, I was in Lanzarote. Yeah, okay. This is where the club sends these people, Paul, Terry, John, and Ian. That's they get to Lanzarote. They go. Funny thing was, I was mid, in um, midwinter break thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was in I was in Lanzarote, and Chris Agata was in Tenerife. But and there's a bit this, of a disparity there, this, isn't there? Yeah. 
I had this dream of getting across of getting across and doing an interview with him in Tenerife. Oh, but but then so- my, I was <laughs> can you imagine it? But anyway, I was horrified to find out that it was a t- I didn't realise how far apart yeah, they are. It was a ten hour ferry ride, so I had to oh, sack Christ, that okay. idea off. Well Yeah. Anyway, I've lost my train of thought now. Right. So Chesson away. You know, so Lee was Lee was gonna tell us about Chesson. Yes. Yes, well uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a I thought we played really well, to be honest with you. I thought we hung on a little bit towards the end, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a good game, to be honest with you. I thought um, Hastings played really well. It's a, I haven't, I had missed a couple of games before that over the Christmas period due to family, family sort of stuff over Christmas. But it was you weren't shuntering uh, about that on the way to the game, were you? No, not in the slightest. No, 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 <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> um, but as well, I was pleased to be back seeing the games. Um, yeah, so no, it was a. I thought yeah. I think that was the one where the gold is allowed right at the end there, wasn't it? No, it was that was the other one, wasn't it? But yeah, it was, that was uh, a free all. This one yeah. was uh, two for David and that, uh, yeah, for Tommy David. Fag getting Frag, off the Frag, yeah, um, Frag, yeah. off the mark yeah, there. That's it, and that's the one where he got quite badly injured, wasn't it? Yes, he's done up his back yet, but it was uh, he was injured in that, wasn't he? In the free two. Well, we can ask uh, we can ask Andy. Andy wasn't he out for another couple of weeks? Tommy Fag. Yes. So so Chris said that. Tommy will be out for another couple of weeks, so they're optimistic yeah. for that. Because obviously, yeah, as as well as Lee said there, I mean, he'd he'd really hit his stride, you know, after yeah. a couple of games settling in. It was, I mean, him and David basically scored all the goals over Christmas, didn't they? Yeah, so, I thought he looked key and chip key and chipped yeah. in with one, but um, but those two were really beginning to form a bit of an understanding, which was a bit of a shame. But anyway, a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, so, he, he was. They were sort of linking up really well. I thought until he until he got injured, it did, didn't look didn't look good at all. He tried. He looked like he was going to try and carry on at one point, and I thought, oh, he's going to get up and crack on with this. But he, uh, no, he, uh, he obviously went off in the end. So I'm only talking quickly about that one because heavy pitch three two. We were a little bit lucky to be honest. Second half, uh, yeah. Chess had come back into hanging the game, on the end, hanging on. But yeah. let's move on to the uh, Sussex Cup game. Oh, uh, fantastic! Yeah. Eastbourne Borough of the National League South, um, who aren't having a great time of it. Tears are rolling down my face about that. Um, yeah. Played them at their place. And we, in true Jose Mourinho style, uh, we shut up shop, got pens. Part, part of the bus, yeah. We, yeah. we, we part nah. the camper van. <laughs> I don't think it was a yes. bus, but it was no, a camper van. Part of the camper Well, it's particularly towards the end of the, se- towards the, end of the second half. Um yeah, it was absolutely freezing that night. That was so so cold out there. But uh, no, I thought it was a. Uh, it was good to get nil nil at the end, get them on penalties. Uh, mm. It was a terrible penalty shootout. I don't think anyone really wanted to score it, did they? But yeah. um, Charlie was superb in goal. Uh, yeah, Charlie was, Granger really was, was pulled off some great yeah. saves. Uh, and the main reason yeah, why I want to mention was. this game is because the wonderful Tom Chalmers came back. I just yeah. said some mean words about him earlier, but it was a truly emotional because for for the the guys that don't know who uh, Tom Chalmers is, he's a midfield player that we uh, he's been out for a, about a year with a uh, it was a, a knee injury, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, cruciate yeah. ligament. Yeah, cruciate ligament. Yeah, and you know this kid was going places like he was regularly being scouted. You know, once he starts playing again, he'll definitely if Hastings don't go up the leagues, he's gonna. Go up, he's, he's a go. top yeah. top player, and it was a it was devastating when he got injured about a year yeah. ago. And t- when he came back on, singing his name for 10, 15 minutes, it was it was you know, and he didn't look too far off what he used to be like, which was was good to see. Someone put him up in the air as well straight away. Um, yeah, and good. he survived that all right, didn't he? Yeah. I did, did notice that when he uh, 
come straight on and, and someone like stuck a boot in, didn't they? So I was uh, seeing him come through. That was quite a uh, was quite good. Bit, sort of hold your breath a little bit when he went down, but no, it was a uh, yeah, it was I good to see him come back on. Quite a, yeah, quite astounding how a coming back on a three G pitch, having done his knee yeah. on a three G pitch, and um, and then just looking so natural i think that was the biggest thing that struck yeah. me was you can see how good a player he is when they i think how i said what i said to him was his sense of the game was just still there it was just his instinct was still there and that uh, yeah i did wonder if it was a, come. did wonder if it was a great opportunity to throw him straight back onto a 3g pitch if he got injured on a 3g pitch yeah yeah because always be that kind of nervousness if he doesn't get if he goes a few games playing on a on a, on a grass and then you know that could potentially creep into your mind whether you're Concerned about going back onto a 3G pitch, that might have been a fantastic time. Well, it is nice because it's jump straight back on it. Yeah, it's nice because it's done now. It's done. So, so the nicest thing for the nicest thing for Tom is he is now, as of this Saturday, he's just playing football again. All that is now out of the way. So that's that's really really nice for any footballer who's been injured long term. He's now at the stage where he's now just playing football again. He's not a returning player. He's not. There's no deal around it. He's just a player. And that's the nicest yeah. thing about it, I think. Yeah, that was a so really good one at that. We move on from that, dip- then. Go on, sorry, go on. Yep. Go on, Dan. Yeah, so dis- disappointing thing. Only the only disappointing thing about watching the 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 Sussex Cup, Sussex Senior Cup, is a few of the players can't be in it. Just their t- the cup tied, mm. which is a bit sort of frustrating, really. But I mean, I know that's the way it is. It's the same for everybody. But just sort of find that a little bit frustrating that uh, this level certain players can't can't play because they're they're cup tied, but. Other than that, yeah, you know, other than under 23s can't play, under 23s have got no league to play in anymore, so yeah, got it seems really frustrating. Just got no games now, yeah. When it's a you know, it's a young player maybe played a game for somebody else and now can't play, can't play in that, that competition yeah. at all, so that just seems a bit harsh. I don't know, there's obviously rules behind it. Well, I mean, it it to me. we, we were, we, I mean, we were so short. Um, sorry, guys, I'm just going to bring this up. We were so short in that game, weren't we? Playing, uh, we were playing 16 year old, weren't we? Yeah, 16 year old, yeah. Was it Joe? Uh, yeah, I, think, Joe. I think, well, half of it's half of it's because we were obviously a bit short, but also, um, young Joe, who played, is a player that. Chris has got a lot of confidence in and wanted to give him a game. And he saw that as the almost a God sent opportunity to do it. So, you know, so and he looked the part, to be honest. He played well. He played he played with a lot of confidence. I mean, for 16, if we we all remember what we were doing when we were 16, it's just crazy, really. (laughs) Well, sniff a glue, weren't we? When we were 16. (laughs) Good for him, mate. (laughs) Good good for him. I was still coming on doing that. Still doing my paper round. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, but I've only just give, only just given it up. Well, you say that. So, I mean, obviously, we we played Joe. Um, Joe played with confidence. Eastbourne Borough played with the opposite. They did look like a team that's destined to return to the Isthmian Prem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is uh... really. <laughs> 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 no, because we, they were one of the teams when we were up upper league that that just going away there is it's always cold and bleak and yeah. just there was two or three years running we kept drawing them in the cup it was like some weird horrible magnet thing going on you know we just kind of like who are we going to get this year oh Eastbourne brilliant you know just and it, yeah in yeah but um yeah it was it's just dreadful but yeah it was a, it's a nasty place to go mm. well. <laughs> That's Paul's words, not mine. Any Eastbourne <laughs> fans listening? Uh, 
All we can say is it was cold. It was yeah, cold. Yeah, no, freezing. Then. And then obviously we talk about Tom's home debut. So he comes back, gets two against the Dulwich uh, in a game that I thought we should have finished off in the first half. Um, we had some chances, but then so did Dulwich. And then we gave some charitable goal. Uh, I think um, Tommy's going to be our leading goal scorer at the back. He's got how many own goals has he got now? He's got three. Has he got three now? Oh, Tommy Penfold. So he, a, a glorious own goal. Uh, to get you 2-1 in the game. Right. Um, and then 2-2, uh, to be honest, it was crunch, crunch, crunch the cheeks time because uh, at, at points in that second half, I thought you're going to get another one. But um, you did. 2-2, <laughs> I'll take that point yeah, after that. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've fallen into that kind of... There's a, there's a weird thing with our games. Lots of them end up as draws. But then... We tend to have a very good last 15 minutes. And um, there's a guy called Luke Wanadier, number seven. Um, mm, he just yeah. tears up and down the pitch. And, um, you know, and, and they seem to, have, yeah, the, the, for the level of fitness that they've got going on is amazing because they, they do keep running and right up to 90 minutes. And, and we have a, quite a few of our wins this season have come by just kind of just sticking with it because lots of teams do fall fall away, lose concentration in the last five minutes. I definitely think if it if it had gone on for another 10 minutes, there was, there was only one winner by that point. Mm. Yeah. But, but as Chris said, we should have been well ahead by yeah. half time, really. Mm. Yeah, you know, we we did have some chances in the first half. I thought we played. I thought we played pretty well. I thought it was a. I thought it was a cracking game. It was, it was, okay. it was one of those games where you you've got a really really massive crowd in, comparatively speaking, and so often when that happens, it's like it's a really drab nil nil draw or <laughs> a really squalid awful two nil defeat or something. And everybody troops away feeling miserable, but it was it was a real belter of a game, and a pro, you know proper atmosphere, loads of noise from both ends, freezing cold, loads of chances, goal mouth action. It was I thought it was great. It was a really it was a it was a good it was a good, good game, game actually it was a good game yeah 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 it was an a very enjoyable afternoon because of the level of the away support and the therefore a big crowd anyway and yeah it was yeah it was uh, from a neutral's point of view and I mean like Chris and the team weren't happy about it but but it was a point it was a really good game it was a fantastic occasion and it was one of those I think it was one of those days where um the club and the whole thing transcended the result if you like and I think mm. good things will come out of it I think it's <laughs> one of those days where you felt like good things will come out of it it felt like a Tom Charles just the result. Felt like a Tom Charles testimonial, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We've got well, two, yeah. two cracking goals. Two, two goals. Over, you know, yeah. that for somebody who's been out for so long to take it as take those goals, yeah. especially the first one, he took it so cool. Hasn't lost his touch, has he? Nah. And he got man of the match, but my yeah. man of the match was Adam Lovett. I thought he played an absolute blinder in midfield. Um, which I think made was made better because Jack Dixon's back took a bit of pressure off him a bit. Yeah, it just seemed to be gelled straight away, and I thought this is good. Even in the defence, you had Sam Gale look really composed on the ball because the midfield looked calmer. And I don't know. I mean, Jack Bates going, bringing in Dicko, it all seemed to gel, didn't it? Um, it did. It did look good. Adams played very well for for a while now, and um, and you know they don't. They don't care really who who sort of um, Hastings widgets today's sponsor picks. That the play, I don't think the players get too bothered as, as, no, to, no. as to who who they pick. But, but I, it would have been nice to have seen somebody pick Adam for once. But obviously it was 
Tom, it was going to be a shoot oh, yeah. for Tom on Saturday. Mm, yeah. First game yeah. back, two goals. Yeah, two it's goals. Never, never going yeah. any other way, is it? It's fantastic. But yes. It would be fantastic. nice to see Adam get recognised, even though even though it's trivial. It would be nice to see him get recognised because he has he's taken on the armband um, and he's 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 I get we got young he's young again he's young mm. and he got it's great when you see young blokes yeah. like that who now are becoming yeah. you see them becoming senior players yeah I think I said that about David and um, and all it's great back. when you see younger players yeah. becoming senior becoming seniors and the thing the, the thing about Adam really is the thing about Adam is if he's having a good game somebody else is going to win man of the match because he's setting everything up. Yeah, he's yeah, the foundation yeah. for everything. Good so, point. So, so if really he's having point. a good game, really good he's never point. going to win man of the match. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because somebody else is crack, going to score two or three goals. Cracking song as well, yeah. So which we've seen about, which is really nice. Saying that, though, like say with David, David, he's got 21 goals now this season. Um, I think I'm 21. 21, yeah. yeah. I think you've counted cup goals as well. Wow. His job that he did against Eastbourne, where it is more of a harrying defence midfield kind of yeah like it was a selfless job that he did against Eastbourne yeah and I think that was a really mature, did... mature performance wasn't yeah it's it a really and, mature performance and to a degree I think David David some of David's work helped free up Tom Chalmers um and that space that he got in my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. I did say just quickly I've got a shout out Matt Allen who is relative of Tom Chalmers that comes behind the goal um, I did ask him who writes Tom's scripts uh, when uh, Tom did score uh, and he threw his beer over me. So uh, that's just... Uh... <laughs> uh, well, I've that's got a question. A, that's a sign the, attend- of the attendance was, what, 2,100 and something? 2,107. If if Billy was still chairman... We've had this what, conversation, what's the yes. Go ahead. Uh, uh, three and a half thousand. Oh, really? Okay. Not, you're not going well, what do you think, Ian? Oh, 17? Something like that, 17,000, something like that, 17,500. Yes, I agree. Andy Andy can't say as much now. He's more ensconced, you see. We did, did, when when Billy Billy was doing the figures, we did have some laughs about it. When he stick his head in the door and give me the attendance, and um, we had a few laughs about that. Yeah, so I know what you're saying, Ian. (laughs) Um, Right then. I think what we got, we got uh, who we got, we got Cole Shorten. Cole oh, Shorten Saturday. Cole Shorten Saturday. Yeah. Can't be there. I know that you're going, Lee. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. So Cole Shorten's not going to be an easy game. They, um, sorry, I'm not prepped. I can't remember where they are in the league. I knew this. I did check this before we started. I thought just they were like mid table. Is that what Connie was asking for? She was close. trying to find Cole Shorten. Do you know what? And they if I'd ninth. only looked before, if I'd only looked before, they're, Ian, they're ninth. They're actually second in the um, form league, though. You know, the, the last six, so they're second yeah. in that. Lewis at top of that. Yeah. So we got some tough games coming up. We've got hashtag yeah. Margate. <laughs> I must remember my earplugs. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you some, darling. I've got earmuffs you can use because it's going to be cold, isn't it? So... Yeah, it will be. We've got Horsham, Lewis, Horsham, yeah, Lewis, no, yeah. home coming up. They're like six they've, points, aren't they? I mean, they've, yeah, they've won, they've won three of the last five, haven't they? So, yeah. So, uh, okay. I don't think there's any easy games, really. Well, talking a hashtag, so that's this not this Saturday, next Saturday, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. That's the ret- that's going to be the return of the the commentary. So myself, oh, yeah, me, me, Tom Dyson, Laurie, and yeah, and myself will be doing uh, the radio again. Um, cool. So obviously this is the first week, so it is going to go arse over tits. Please, uh, no completely abusive messages. Just 
mild abuse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be doing that. And no. we're probably going to be doing it for the Margate game as well, actually, for people that can't make the Margate game. So the oh, first yeah, one you're doing is hashtag, is it? First one you're doing is hashtag. First, first one you're doing is yeah, hashtag. Yeah, first one I'm doing, I'm only doing a couple. I'm not, it's not my, I, you know me, I like to be amongst it. So I, I won't be doing it for away yeah. games. And um, obviously, Terry, when you come along, yeah, this sounds wrong now, but <laughs> take it in in the way I'm trying to say it. But come in the box <laughs> and <laughs> come and say a few words. Now, you know what I meant. All right, yeah, I will, I will. But, um, listen, yeah. go on, sorry, sorry, Terry, go on. I was just going to say, I was looking at the uh, the fixtures I've got coming up. You must you must have sort of like anticipated this because we've got you on the 30th mm. and then for the whole of February, we've only got Chatham as the, the only other team. We've got Dulwich, Canvey and Haringey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah, so it's like, you know, just to let you guys know, I have got spare earmuffs. <laughs> So I will, I'll bring them if you want to come and stand anywhere near me. Right. You probably need that with us. We've we have, um, yeah, we have recently we bought we we've um, installed an electric fan heater in the PA box now. Oh, yeah, so we are. Yeah. It's quite toasty up there, isn't it? <laughs> it is very nice and becoming increasingly popular. It's yes. Becoming a bit of a social hub. Yeah, you can go now, John. <laughs> yeah, well, takes the edge off the fan heater. Does. Oh well, yeah, but in my in my box there's a kettle and um there's you a heater that probably don't work. I, well, I don't know. It's I just saw it in there because I've only been. I'm I don't go in the main stand. I'm not. I'm the hoi polloi. I don't go in there. It's not allowed. I'm not allowed normally. Riff but rack. I had to just to to check some te technical stuff. I was so it's your there. box now, is it, Chris? No, <laughs> it's Tom's. It's Tom's. I am. I think, a mere it, I think it's. Um, I think. Yeah. I think it's cuckooing. I think it is verging on cuckooing. I was gesturing at uh, uh, Andy at points. He wasn't looking, though. You know, just because like, um, I'm concentrating, you know, right. Chris. Yes, it's interesting. Right. I don't know how many. I don't know. I don't know what you'll find with this, Chris. I don't know I'm pointing at you as if you're sat there. Um, I don't know how you'll find this, Chris and Lee, mm. with your vlog and any of you other um, others who do match day duties and that. Ever since I've been doing that sort of thing, it really does change your perspective. It changes your perspective on the on the day. I can't tell you how much I enjoy going to an away game and having bugger all to do. <laughs> it's really, it really does change. I don't know how you'll find it, Chris. Changes just changing your perspective of the home game, given how much you like being behind the goal and that. I don't know. Well, I've, others... I've brought a, uh, a selection of quail's eggs. That we're going to eat in the PA box, so um, that's oh, a joke. Corn <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches. Yeah, well, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, foie gras, uh, some foie sushi, gras. sushi. <laughs> so a few years, a few years ago, someone were to do with people thinking that we're we're really middle class. Someone started trying to do coming along with a charcuterie board, right? And it very really? quickly, that, that, that just like it lasted for one game, and it's like that. No, no, it's sort of funny, but it's just totally. <laughs> When I was, um, uh, I used to run a Watford fanzine and um, we had this thing when we were in the Premier League, we were getting relegated spectacularly. And uh, and we, in the sort of drunken pub conversation, we we were thinking, what's the, what sort of objects could you get into a football ground? And so every week we, uh, we basically nominated an item of fruit or veg that you would to, insert to, to get into a football ground. And obviously some of them, are, you know, Brussels sprouts, quite easy. We ended with pumpkins 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, you just had to get a photograph of yourself with with the fruit, fruit or veg. It was pictured. It was on Match of the Day, actually. Was it? <laughs> yeah, good tangent actually, because I once, um, I once, my brother lived in Norwich, and I was in Norwich one weekend with a friend who was a Leicester fan, and they were playing Norwich. Norwich were playing Leicester in a pre-season friendly. We were going night fishing after the game. So we took a, we had to pick up some maggots and bait and a rod oh, brilliant. at a shop in Norwich City Centre and took them to the ground. And I had to hand a, a box of maggots and two fishing rods to a bewildered steward and say, what do we do with these? <laughs> and so, so that was the oddest thing I've ever taken to a football ground Excellent. was a, was a box, a pint of maggots and two fishing rods. Wow. Oh. That's very good. That's yeah. like a fantastic way of distracting the uh, goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they don't like my drum in some places. Right, again, uh, oh, that was a good one. Thank you very much. On that note. On that note, um, Paul, Terry, John, John from Canvey, Lee, Andy, Ian, Ian the Reader. Ian, the book, we're going to have to talk about your, uh, you're going to have to do uh, book of the week soon, you will. And Nobody wants to hear that. According to, according to you, sir. Right. <laughs> according and, to everyone, yeah. And Ian from Harangay, uh, lovely to have you on and, well, see you at the game. Take yeah, care, okay. guys, yeah? No, just, just, guys. Inter just interject. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, no problem, Andy. Quickly, all of those of you who haven't visited us yet, do come up and see us. If you come to the, if you come to the game at Hastings, do come up and say hello. Yeah, and the PA box up in the main stand, <laughs> up in the main stand, you'll, there's various levels of security you got through, got to go through Histed security <laughs> firm. Um, Chris, has, Chris has got a kettle, Andy. So what? So what do we get if we come and visit you? Yeah, you get a cup of tea at me. Bon or me. You get to meet. You get to meet Laura, his wife. Yeah, and he, the massive woolly hat that he wears. Anyway, yeah. on that side. Good vibes. Yes. Take care. Hello, Take care, guys. guys. Cheers, That's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com. The Twitter, which is sbtspod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However you get your podcast, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is SBTS Podcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that, see you at the game.